The homily is essentially aimed at giving a partial explanation of what happens in chrismation. Now, what we did today, we call in the church a sacrament. We call it a mystery because sacrament and mystery are actually synonyms in our faith. There just isn't a good word to translate the word for mystery in Greek into uh, English. The church, when it translated the, to Latin, used the word sanctification, and, and it's a really good word, or sacrament, I mean. They, they, they used the word sacrament, uh, a sacred thing. And it's probably the best translation there is, and it's very difficult to get an English equivalent for that word, unless you use the word mystery. But in the 21st century, you use the word mystery, and it sounds like some New Age cult, right? And so it's really complicated to get a good word. But we actually believe that something happened today, that as we sit here in the presence of the king, in his kingdom, we believe that something actually took place. That as far as Jan Rupert was concerned, uh, something took place. He was, and I'll come to this a little bit later, confirmed in the Orthodox faith. He was confirmed in the Roman faith, and that was not a bad thing, but he was confirmed in it. Chrismation to the Orthodox and confirmation to the Lutherans. He knows what a Lutheran is, because there's a lot of Lutherans in Norway. But uh, the Lutherans and the Episcopalians and the Anglicans and, and many, many churches uh, confirm, and we tend to do confirmation in those churches more when you get to be, what, about 12 years old or something like that. And in the Orthodox Church, we have always confirmed, I mean, from the, very, from the New Testament times, we've confirmed at baptism. And uh, most of you, no, that's not true. Uh, a large number of you were chrismated or confirmed when you were a baby. And so you don't remember your confirmation very well. What I want to do today then is I am going to take four verbs. Now, for those of you who weren't educated uh, 20 or 30, 40 years ago, a verb shows action or state of being. I discovered that many people need to know what a verb is or what the parts of speech are because I think sometimes parts of speech aren't. Uh, taught anymore. A verb shows action or state of being, and we're not interested today in the, in the state of being of words, so they're terribly important, and we use a lot of them in the liturgy. Four action words in the, in the prayer that we pray in the confirmation service, and I want to give them to you. Now, we, we pray, uh, first of all, we pray that, uh, that the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit will be given. Now, by seal, I'm not at the four verbs yet. By seal, we mean that which makes official. Now, I happen to be an American citizen by birth. And many of you, perhaps most of you, are citizens of the United States by birth. But there are many of you in here who are naturalized citizens. You, you're immigrants, but you are. You're American citizens, and you went through a ceremony. And what you actually receive, you receive the official stamp, as it were, of your citizenship uh, in the United States of America. When we pray for the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit, what we're actually praying is that we're officially making Jan Rupert, or you, all of us who have been chrismated, we become citizens of a new 
government. I chose that word very carefully. We become citizens of the kingdom of God. Citizens of the world, then citizens of the kingdom. So what we're doing, we want this seal, this official stamp. And as most of you know, when the scriptures were written and these passages in the liturgy were done, the seal was generally the seal of the ring, the stamped and the wax that made it, it made it official. So what we did today with Jan Rupert, we didn't make him a Christian today. For goodness sakes, we didn't do that. I wouldn't have chrismated him if I didn't think he were a Christian. He got baptized. And we don't re-baptize. We don't. My family did. My family was called, were called Anabaptists. That means to baptize again because we refused to acknowledge. We were Mennonites and we refused to acknowledge a Roman Catholic baptism or a Lutheran baptism and that was the context in which that all took place. Orthodox do not re-baptize. We understand that, that, that the baptism, if it was in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we understand that something actually happened there. A mystery occurred, a sacrament, and that a uh, person was brought into the family of the kingdom. But what we want now is that seal. And so what we ask today is that the Lord would seal, grant unto Jan Rupert, and you when you were chrismated, the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Why? Why is this so terribly important? Well, amongst other things, you can't live life in the kingdom of God unless you have the Holy Spirit. It doesn't work. You can't do it. I mean, it's totally impossible. No way can it be done. So you have to have the Spirit. And, and I'm not suggesting that Jan Rupert didn't have the Holy Spirit before today. But what we were after today is a seal. The, the officialness, the stamp on Jan Rupert are on you when you were chrismated. I don't know how many chrismations we've done since I've been here. I have no idea. 30, 40, 50, I don't know, just a whole lot. Uh, I was one day where uh, I, I was chrismated on a day when 527 people were chrismated. Probably an all-time record in modern times in the Orthodox Church. I'm, Certainly the Russians had us beat by a long ways uh, back with Prince Vladimir, but in modern times, that was a whole lot of people. Now, I want to get to my four verbs. We prayed in the prayer, keep him, that's the first verb, keep, first verb, keep him in thy holiness. Second verb, confirm him in the Orthodox faith. Third verb, deliver him from the evil one and from the, sometimes we have some funny words in our book. Deliver him from the machinations of the same. I dare say that not more than 10 of you know what a machination is. Well, it's a dirty scheme. That's what a machination is. It's not just a scheme. It's a scoundrel scheme. That's what a machination is. I don't know why we have machination in there. It's probably been in there. Uh, it, by the way, it's, it was a very, very common English word even in early America. Very common word. Actually, not all that uncommon for a few of us who are a tad older than some of you. So machination wasn't that hard. Okay, deliver him from the machinations of the same. And the fourth verb is preserve his soul in purity and righteousness. Now, every single Sunday, if you're paying attention and participating, you actually pray 
that we all be kept in, the, in sanctification. Now, what does that mean? You know, we get to the end of the liturgy, let our mouths be filled with thy praise, that we may sing of thy glory all the day long. What's the next line? Keep us in thy holiness. Or keep us in thy sanctification. They're just different translations, same word really. Keep us in thy holiness. Now, what we were praying for is that Jan Rupert and you, everyone in here who is chrismated, every one of you who is confirmed, that you will be kept in, you ready for what this word means? In the set-apartness. You see, what happens is we are set apart into the kingdom of God and our life from then on is to be focused in that kingdom even while we have to live in this age but during that time, our citizenship is in the kingdom and it, we are set apart. The word sanctification is a very word. It sounds a little spooky, but it's not. All it means is to be set apart or sanctification is set apartness. It's a noun. We're set apart. Set apart for what? Just put in a little, uh, put in a pasture or something like that with a fence around it? No, we are set apart to a new kingdom. We still have to live in the world while we await the coming of Christ, but we are set apart for his kingdom. That's what that word means. And so we are praying that the person chrismated will be kept in that. Sometimes, you know, you're familiar sometimes that some people argue over a doctrine called eternal security or once saved, always saved. Well, we don't even pay any attention to such trivia. I mean, it's really a silly argument. I have argued it as a very, very, as a teenager and as a young man. I argued it hour after hour after hour after hour on scores, probably hundreds of occasions because it was such a big deal from where I came. Silly, irrelevant. What we actually really need is we need God to keep us. We need him to keep us in his set-apartness. So, number one, we prayed for you today that you would be kept in that sanctification, in that holiness, being kept apart in the family of God. First, we're praying that you will be kept in the set-apartness of God. You are unique. You are part of his people. You are part of his body. And we are asking that God will keep you there. It's a whole lot better to have God keep you there than to have who keep you there? You. Because for us to keep ourselves there is very complicated, is it not? Because sometimes you actually lack the will, do you not? We need God to keep us. And so we didn't ask that, that the person chrismated be, have a firm will to stay committed to the sanctification or the set-apartness or the holiness of God, but that God will keep us. That's the number one prayer, to be kept there. The second part is to confirm in the Orthodox faith. Now, to confirm is a very, very easy word. All it means is to just firmly establish. And you need to be firmly established. It's easy to be pushed around, is it not? Do you ever feel pushed around? Do you ever... Now, don't any of you lie in your mind. Do you ever have doubts about the faith? Well, if you say no, then you aren't thinking. I have doubts sometimes. I get attacked. There's times I think, do you want to try it someday if you stand up there at that altar and you say, do I really believe what I'm doing? I ask that many, I'll bet I've asked it hundreds of times in the last 20 years. 
Do I believe this? Do I believe I'm standing in the presence of the king and his kingdom? Do I believe that, as it were, left time and stepped into eternity? And I have to stand there until I say yes. If I don't believe it, you're sure not going to do too well with it, are you? You need to know that I'm convinced. We need to be confirmed. We need to be established. We need to be firmly grounded. And so that's what we're praying. Firmly grounded in the Orthodox faith. That's the second verb. The third verb gives the full understanding that there's a war ahead. Deliver him from those machinations, those dirty trick schemes of the devil. If you are not attacked by the devil, then you, you're, already, you're already gone. If he doesn't need to attack you, he's already got you. The only persons that are attacked by the devil and his forces are those that are in God's sanctification or in God's holiness. Those are the only ones who get attacked. And so what we're asking when we pray that prayer to be delivered from the dirty tricks. I love that word, machination. I mean, it just sounds sinister, doesn't it? The dirty tricks of the same. The devil never uses a frontal approach. He always uses a trick. It's always a lie. You know why I know it's a lie? Because he's a liar and he's the father of lies, according to the Lord. Okay, so the problem is, you know, the devil doesn't think we're stupid. He just knows that we can be relatively easily tricked and he always has some sort of a scheme that justifies our doing something that is contrary to the purposes of God and to his holiness. And so we pray, deliver him from the schemes, from the evil one and from the dirty tricks of the same. The fourth verb, preserve his soul in purity and righteousness through the saving fear of thee. Now, most of you know I happen to like grammar. So I've given you four active verbs, present active. All right, four verbs. And here, here just to repeat those, keep him, confirm him, deliver him, and preserve. Okay. Now, I also, what I need to let you know here is all this goes into, some of you would argue and say this is a purpose clause, and some of you would say it's a result clause. Now, those of you who don't know grammar, I just went over the top of your head, right? You know, we got to, we got, and in order that, preserve his soul in purity and the brightness through the saving fear of the, all these four verbs, in order that he may please thee in every deed and word, and may it be a child and heir of thy heavenly kingdom. The whole purpose of this, the whole purpose of all of this, this keeping and confirming and delivering and uh, preserving, the whole purpose of all of this is that we may be children and heirs of the kingdom of God. Now, this means that what we did today is not just a little formal ceremony. You know, honestly, I, I thought about this before the service. It's utterly immaterial to me whether they were concentrating heavenly on what was being prayed or what you were. I like it if you are. See, that's good. But even if you're not, it doesn't erase the officialness of it all. It's there. Now, what, we, what we're after is we want a result to take place. I want you who, were natural, who are naturalized citizens, I want you to think for a minute. And I was thinking, that, you know, you go through this ceremony, uh, 
and, and it's, a, it's a delightful thing. And it's immaterial to me whether you were super serious, whether you were concentrating on every word or not. It didn't alter the fact that you became a citizen of the United States, did it? Now, it, it just happened. It's the official ceremony. Okay, I'd like to have people concentrate, and I'd like you to be aware, but what's happened is in this chrismation, this confirmation that took place in your life, what this gives you is the confidence that you have been brought into the family of God and that God is at work in your life. Right now where you're sitting in that seat, you are in the family of God. You're in His sanctification. And we've prayed that God will keep you, that He will confirm you, that He will deliver you, that He will preserve. We pray, we close the book. Those are all verbs that we pray that God will keep doing in you. Doesn't it make your chrismation have a lot more meaning? And even if you were just a little dinky baby when you, when you got confirmed, those things are still happening in your life. Doesn't it comfort you to know that God is answering the prayer that was prayed and he answers it every day, every week, constantly that prayer is being answered, that you are being kept, that you are being confirmed, that you are being delivered, and that you are being preserved. As you contemplate that, let's go rejoice in the heavenly kingdom.